You are now listening to the Blue Record Podcast. Yeah. Check it. Yeah. We in this together. A Spelmanite is a warrior fighting for justice. We can never be silent, so yeah, we causing a ruckus. Lift our voices up to bring injustice down. Speaking truth to power. We love in the sound, undaunted by the fight, love is all we need. It's time to clear out the air so we all can breathe. Ain't no stopping us, we stick together. This bond is gonna last forever, marching every day until we free. That's our buried treasure. December. <laughs> Yesterday was December 1st, and I just actually was shocked. This year flew by very fast. In a blink of an eye, honestly. How has your semester been? It's been eventful. It's been eventful. I feel like it's been good overall, but I'm definitely learning how to like balance things and mm-hmm. saying no to things because I found myself feeling really overwhelmed a lot yeah. of the times this semester. That's real. That's a good time to do it. You're a junior, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it adds up. <laughs> yeah. No, this semester has definitely been very eventful. A lot of life lessons, a lot of academic lessons, little to no sleep. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this semester was actually not bad academically. I guess I'm a senior now, so it's time for me to start feeling used to the semesters of college, but I can appreciate that. It, it, not to say it wasn't challenging, but it wasn't like as incredibly daunting as, as it has been in the past. You don't feel daunted by the fight? Um, mm. I'm going to keep my uh, answer until next semester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep my answer until next semester. So we're going to go ahead and introduce ourselves, but today's introductions are going to be a little bit extended because today's mm. episode is called The Director's Table. We're going to talk a little bit about leadership at Spelman College, and yeah, going to tell you guys who we are beyond the blue record. So I'm Love Lundy. I'm a senior political science major, food studies minor from Edgewater, New Jersey and Tryon, Alabama. I serve as the director of the Blue Record podcast, and I'm also a food studies scholar, and I serve as the community service and seminar development committee chairs for the exceptional Epsilon Eta chapter of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. And hi, everyone. My name is Shiloh. I'm a junior English major minoring in management organization from Cincinnati, Ohio. And for the Blue Record, I serve as the co-host and a member of the editorial team. I also serve as the second president of the National Action Network on Spelman's campus, the community service chair for Girl Power, a Georgia Women's Policy Institute fellow, an ADW tutor, an Andrew Goodman ambassador, and a social justice associate. That was so beautiful, y'all. Yes. <laughs> I love hearing you guys' credentials. Hi, everyone. My name is Josephine Obusu. I'm a junior political science major on the pre-law track from Alexandria, Virginia. Shout out the DMV. So on campus, I do a lot of things. So for the Blue Record podcast, I serve as a host and a social media manager. I'm also a Georgia Women's Policy Institute fellow alongside with Shiloh. I'm also a social justice fellow in Ariane Abbey. I'm on the executive e-board of the Spelman Ambassador Program. And on the Spelman Ambassador Program, I serve as a co-social media chair. And I'm also a part of the Sweet Meat Pie chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sword Incorporated. 
Exactly. Yeah, we're all social justice fellows as like part of the Blue Record podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any Blue Record podcast member, you know, you got to shout them out. You got to shout them out. Every time. We're all working very hard. So my question for y'all is, what type of Spelmanite did you want to be when you first arrived at Spelman College? Hmm. Hmm. The deep side. Yeah, that's interesting <laughs> to think about. I didn't know. I mean, what did you guys know about Spelman before coming? Because I didn't know anything. Mm. Really, I didn't know anything. I just knew I wanted to come here. Like, I knew I belonged here. Mm. Why? It was just like, okay, so my journey was very different. I didn't grow up knowing, like, I always wanted to come to Spelman. But my sophomore year, I met... One of my high school teachers, his name is Mr. Shabazz, and he asked me what college you want to go to. And I said, I want to go to William & Mary, which is like a local Virginia university. And he was like, no, you're a Spelman woman. And I'm like, what's a Spelman woman? And he was like, go research about it. And so I did research about it. And ever since then, I've been in love with Spelman, like ever since then. So that was like my epiphany of like, oh, I'm a Spelman woman. Like, I have to go there. Yeah. Did you know anything about or what did you know? Do you, have, do you have family who... I don't. Yeah, I didn't know a lot about Spelman before coming here or, like, HBCUs mm. in general. Like, right. none of my family really went to HBCUs besides a few family friends. But I toured Vanderbilt. If I wasn't at Spelman, I'd be at Vanderbilt probably. Ooh. Actually, probably not because... <laughs> <laughs> I toured Vanderbilt informally. We just walked around. It was evening time. Oh. And it felt like a sundown town. Oh, so, my God. So, wow. Yeah. Red flag. Middle of Nashville, too. It was a red flag for me. So I said, I can't see myself here. And then Spelman was like my next top choice. I talked to some people who went to Spelman as well and fell in love with HBCUs, HBCU culture, and I thought, why not come to the number one? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the number one. When somebody says you look like a Spelman woman, that's a great compliment. Yes. 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 It's a great compliment. Did you guys get to the campus before? Yeah. No, I didn't tour the campus before. I, I just did I a little never, virtual tour they had. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I thought I'm, I was like one of the only people who had experienced no. this. I feel like between classes 24 and 25, a lot of us actually haven't toured Spelman before we came here. We just came here off good faith. Right. Of like, <laughs> I heard this totally. is a good school. I heard this is, has this and that, so I'm going to come here. Yeah. My first time seeing Spelman is the day I moved in. Right. Because for yeah. me, my mother is an HBCU grad. She graduated from Alabama A&M. Okay, mm -hmm. shout out to HBCU. But she also went to the ITC here in the mm. AUC. Okay. She's a woman of faith. What yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Women in ministry, mm -hmm. LOL. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I knew that HBCUs produced amazing, dynamic mm -hmm. black women yeah. who were leaders, mm -hmm. period. Like, I knew that just because of, like, my mom and my family members. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I mean, I just, that's all I knew. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to Spelman, and I started to meet people who were leaders, like juniors and seniors, who had been doing things on Spelman's campus pre-COVID. Yeah. And then came back after COVID and were still continuing to do stuff. And I was like, oh. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, these are this some serious official. young women. Yeah. Like, these That's are some very women. serious young women. Who does that? Who mm. has that sort of commitment to, mm. to stick with something through COVID in college? Yeah. That let me knew off rip that Spelmanites were like a different breed. breed. Yeah. Specifically, one of the leaders who paved the way for me was Kayla Smith. Mm -hmm. who is the founder of the Blue Record podcast. Oh, love her. My I love her. I've never met her before, but I love her. My, bro, <laughs> no, she's got to come. 
Okay. She's got to anyway. come in. Yeah. <laughs> no, my interview with her as an intern, mm-hmm. I it was virtual school. Mm-hmm. We did a Zoom interview. She had her iPad. She was sitting by this window. She was dressed so professionally. Like, I think she was on vacation with her family. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> she's so royal. Like, I don't know. I just, I was so impressed that she showed up to the interview like that. I don't know. I don't even know how else to describe it. Again, these are collegiate organizations mm-hmm. that we're mm-hmm. talking about. But everything that happens at Spelman is very professional. Everything. So, yeah, that just impressed me. She's the reason why I have an iPad. Like, <laughs> I went to the at and store with my mom after that interview and said, I have to have an iPad. I think that I want with to see this film. If I don't have an iPad with an Apple Pencil, because Kayla just Not the Apple interviewed. Pencil. And, I, so and it has changed. The iPad actually was a great addition. I'm not going to lie. Love Seriously, iPad. it's a very great productivity yeah. tool. Mm-hmm. That's the type of stuff you learn. Yeah, it's, You actually just have to pay attention to the little stuff because the little stuff is what makes leaders actually like make a difference right for sure yeah yeah so did you guys know what leadership positions that you wanted to do at Spelman College before you came and like, what leadership positions in high school set you upon this path of taking on roles such as these I didn't necessarily know exactly what leadership positions I wanted to do but in high school I was very involved and it was a very different environment in high school I went to a predominantly white high school mm. so I knew that I wanted to like, carry over that heavy involvement into Spelman for sure But in terms of specific leadership positions, I knew that I wanted to be involved in some sort of publication or podcast because I was an editor-in-chief in in high school. Yeah, and I've always loved to write. So grateful for the blue record, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now that I think about it, I had a small little tiny amount of interest in Howard because they have such Mm. a powerful radio Mm -hmm. presence in D.C., if I remember correctly. Like, they have a radio station and I know Alabama A&M also has a radio station so I was really interested in potentially getting into radio because like mm-hmm. you Shiloh mm-hmm. I did the literary journal and the newspaper at my school had no idea I mean the blue record didn't exist mm-hmm. when I came in it was founded right. my year so I didn't know all I knew about was the social justice program mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went on that website yes and I saw yes. those young women in their blazers mm-hmm. Exactly. I said, that's what I want. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I just think that the way that Spelman women present themselves mm-hmm. was extremely attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. knew that amount of respect that it seemed like they were commanding just in the pictures mm-hmm. that I was looking at online. Right. I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> I want to be a part of that. Yeah, no, for me, in high school, I was president of the Black Student Union. I feel like that's a given. When you look at me, you're like, oh, yeah, she definitely was with the black folks in high school. <laughs> with the black folks in high school. And then I also co-founded my own organization called Sela, Serving Every Living Being at Heart. And Sela is still up and running to this day. And I'm just like, that's like my little baby. But, like, I'm, like, branching out of Sela to, like, my black joy movement and stuff like that. And so in high school, I know that I wanted to, like, start my own things. And I feel like that's something that I want to do at Spelman as well. But it's like... Spelman Woman has already started what I want to start, like, the Blue Record podcast. Like, when I tell y'all in high school, if you ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up on TV? 
That's exactly why I wanted. I wanted to start my own podcast actually, mm-hmm. but I was like, no, the Blue Record is just so attractive. I like the name. I like how I don't have to do too much work. <laughs> I like how I can be on here every once in a while and yeah. speak. You know what I'm saying? We have somebody to edit it for us because I couldn't do it on my own. So it's like coming to Stallman. Exactly, it's a whole team rather than just starting my own. And it's like Kayla Smith really paved the way. Like I know she started a your year. But when I came to Spelman, she had already graduated. Right. She graduated, but I knew of her. And so it was just like, I knew I wanted to be on the Blue Record. That teamwork aspect, I think, is something we got to talk about really quick. For sure. Like, although we are presenting ourselves as leaders in the various organizations that we exist in, a lot of the people that we are in these organizations with are leaders too. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that the organizations that we are in work is because we are working in tandem to delegate and share the skills that other people may not have. Right. And a lot of organizations that work well that I've experienced people in the org are very comfortable leaning into the others in the org Mm -hmm. asking for help. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. That's one thing I love about the Blue Record. That's, like, the thing that I always... I feel like in both of y'all's interviews, I was like, we're a community, (laughs) you know? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, so I think that's an important aspect of the culture that has to exist for successful leadership at Spelman to exist. I agree. I have a question. Do you guys believe that leadership at Spelman is hard to obtain or we're in a competitive atmosphere? Like, how do you feel obtaining these leaderships, like, like breaching them? Because I've heard a lot of Spelman students say there is a competitive nature at Spelman, but for me personally, it's not us competing against each other, but competing with each other. Right. So I just want to know other, other people's perspective, because I know a lot of people say it's really hard to get into leadership positions at Spelman. And, like, I know for the ambassador program, we had interviews and, like, we had over 200 applications and only 41 people got the job. So it's, like, how do you feel at Spelman when it comes to getting these leadership roles? Like, how hard is it? Is it difficult? Well, first of all, it's hard to get into Spelman. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we, people coming in, I don't know the number of students that come in, but it's out of, like, thousands of applications, Mm -hmm. if not tens of thousands of applications, probably. So you're very right when you say that we're competing with each other, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. because we're all very qualified. Yeah, (laughs) for everything. That's the first thing that's difficult about it. But the second thing is just the social politics that are attached to the orgs that exist on campus, which are... Very difficult. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the social <laughs> politics. Oh my goodness. Everything yeah. at Spelman is very, very political. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. is. Even if it's not supposed to be, it's not intentional, but it is. And I think it's because everybody's trying to achieve something here. And so that's exactly. where mm-hmm. the political confusion comes in. That's why I love the Blue Record podcast so so much. It's a collection of women, regardless of what you do on campus, what you're a part of, that just want to be on a podcast. Right. Like, we just... <laughs> yeah, we just, just podcast. culture. We're vibing. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I loved about us from the... I love how this is turning into, like, TV. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like... But that's what I loved about the cohort... The pilot cohort team was, like, pilot cohort. Cohort means team. 
Anyway, they were just the culture girlies. A mm. lot of them originally were like film, mm-hmm. doc film, sociology, English. Diversity. Really English. just interested in talking about like <laughs> movies and yeah. culture. They interviewed Kenan Thompson. There's mm. an interview with Kenan Thompson That's on the so website. Dope. Random, but it's just like what we do. It's the Blue Record is just like an extension of Spellman's culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, collectively. Right. Yeah, I really like that. Really so it like isn't like a... Com- competition it feels very fun yeah it feels fun what about you Shiloh what do you think about the competitive nature of Spelman do you think it's present or not I feel like it's definitely present I can agree with what you said about us competing with each other because I like to think of it more of like us all climbing the ladder together yeah or I think of it as like me competing against myself more so which can be harmful sometimes you better wake it up sometimes it can be very harmful it can be harmful because I feel like Sometimes my aspirations for myself get a little not the most healthy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. not the most healthy. But I feel like a lot of times that's where my mind goes when I think about the competitive nature at Spelman. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and it is the environment at Spelman that we are surrounded by such heavy hitters. Black women. Like, every Man. single alumna, like, even when yeah. the Spelman alumna who made the shoes came yes. back to Spelman, heavy hitter. Every last one of them, it's just, like, amazing. Yes. It's so much to look up to. Like. Exactly. And it's, like, I'm not competing against them, but I'm competing with myself to reach Break those levels. Bar. Exactly. And I think it's maybe even a question of faith, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there's no way that the woman who made the shoes knew that she was going to be making Nike sneakers. Yeah. Right. Like, that's I mean, sold out already. Unless she had faith in herself that that's where she was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that, for me personally, I see the heavy hitters coming out of this especially as a poli-sci major. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just have to have faith that I'm going to be as successful in the future as I am now. Yes. Because yes. I, I could have never known in high school that I was going to be doing what I do on this campus. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. What? Yes. Okay, I was doing a lot in high school. Mm-hmm. I was maybe getting yeah. stressed to the point where I had to, like, take a step back from everything. Sure. But this is, like, a different level, level of... It is. <laughs> this is a different a level. Yeah. A lot. You just have to have faith. Yeah. You really do. And in high school, I would have never thought, especially since I'm a first-gen kid and my parents are originally from Ghana, so they didn't know nothing about HBCUs. Mm -hmm. They knew of the Harvard, the Princetons, and the Yales, but I didn't want to go to those schools, not around them. I just want to be around black people. And so coming to Spelman, there was not one thing on this campus that I knew that I was going to do, like, wholeheartedly. Except for, I wanted to be a wisdom scholar. I did want to be a wisdom scholar. Mm. But when I found out about the social justice program, I said, that is everything that I want in one. Right. Like, everything. And so, I could have never predicted that I would be a part of all these clubs and organizations at Spelman, especially, like, starting my own legacies and different orgs, even starting my own legacy at Spelman. It's definitely been a blessing and a journey. Mm. And I've definitely had to get accustomed to being around girls. I feel like girls are very, like, higher emotional. And I feel like that's where the competitive nature can sometimes come from. Because it's like, we're all girls. We're all black girls. High achieving black girls at that. And we all want the best of the best. Mm. And growing up with three older brothers, I never had to compete with my brothers to get anything. Mm. So I definitely had to learn how to develop female friendships. I had to learn how to cater to female emotions. I had to learn how to cater my own emotions. So Spelman definitely taught me a lot. And I feel like that's where 
my competition with myself comes in where it's like I'm trying to be better than I was yesterday. Right. Mm. Especially when you're not comparing yourself to sisters. Yeah. Until you get to Spellman. Exactly. And then you're surrounded by it. Hundreds of young women. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like 2,000 yeah. young yeah. black women. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Spelman is a special place of learning. It's so interesting that you wanted to be a wisdom scholar. Yes, I wanted to be. I literally want to be a wisdom so, a scholar so bad because I want to say, like, I stayed where A Different World was filmed, where Tupac... If anybody knows yeah. me, I'm the biggest Tupac fan in the world. Oh. So just knowing that Tupac walked in Betsy Strong, I was like, yeah, like, I live there. <laughs> like, I just wanted to say that. And so when I found out about the social justice program, I was like, this is wisdom scars, this is social justice, this is intellectual passions all wrapped mm-hmm. in one. And it's like, wow. I would rather, yeah. I just had to shout it back out because our next episode would be featuring... Dean Gidry, yes. Dean Bond of Sisters Chapel. Love the Wisdom We're Scholar have Program. A deeper conversation about religious culture at Spelman. But back to the director's table. I have a quick question for you guys. What are some lessons you've learned in your time as a leader on Spelman's campus? Hmm. I've learned how to delegate. Mm. I feel like I'm somebody who never asks for help, who thinks that they can do it all on their own. When that is a, actually a very unhealthy character trait to have Mm -hmm. especially when being a leader it's so important as being a leader to delegate as a leader you should never be doing anything on your own that's that's not a a trait of leadership and I feel like Mm -hmm. people confuse leadership with like oh I did it on my own no being a leader is actually learning how to delegate communicate advise and things of those things like those are skills that I had to learn for Mm -hmm. sure so definitely delegation yes I can agree with that I feel like in addition to delegation empathy came along with that I feel like I was already pretty empathetic but definitely having understanding for the way that people do things and how they might differ from how I do them yeah I feel like that was a big part of learning delegation as well yeah for sure yeah something about what you just said reminded me of advice my dad gave me when I Mm -hmm. was like probably 13 or 14 I don't know why he was giving me this deep advice at this (laughs) age but he said to me, don't expect others to do what you would do because you'll mm-hmm. always be disappointed. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't want that's that to deep. be the first thing that I say, but I do have to say that mm-hmm. being a leader is not just about knowing how to be a people person yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's about skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, it's about having a vision and, like, knowing how to stay true to that vision Mm -hmm. while being amendable to, like, Mm -hmm. the people that you're working with, but also knowing that sometimes you're just going to have to do stuff yourself. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of of contradictory to what you just said. Yeah, no, that's real, that's real. At the same time, it's like sometimes you really just have to lay it out yourself. Yeah. To see your vision executed. Yeah, And that's that's what makes you grow Mm -hmm. as a leader. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's one thing. I'm sorry. The second thing that I wanted to say is that I've, learned a lot about communication and honesty there was a time where I had to take a step back from the podcast and Mm. I was really scared to talk to the director about it and when I did she was incredibly compassionate Mm -hmm. and it shocked me to the point where I had to operate with that amount of compassion moving forward with every org that I was in because I was like I need to extend that same grace. Yeah. Because that's what we need. 
that's how these organizations keep moving. Mm-hmm. And with that comes, like, communicating yeah. and being honest with your team. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not doing well. Yes. I have to take a step back. For I sure. need your help. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. it's important to say those things and communicate those things um, on top of being honest with yourself about it. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you get caught up. Right. With that, I think vulnerability is a big piece of it as mm-hmm. well, being a leader. Like what yes. you were saying about communication. Because I feel like, especially with us all as black women, we take on that strong black woman idea and feel that we have to have everything put together. But I think that understanding that we're among our sisters, our sisters will have compassion for us and understand that maybe we can't handle everything for ourselves. And I think mm-hmm. before I had a misconception that as a leader, I do have to have it all together. Like, I have to hold it together for the org or hold it together for the team. But Mm. I think the bigger lesson is learning how to listen to your team and propose everyone's ideas and really come together as a unit to create a finished product rather than taking everything on for yourself. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like there's a balance between doing it on your own and also delegating, like Bala was saying, learning that. You have to delegate, but sometimes as the leader, you have to take upon like responsibilities, responsibilities yeah. that other people don't have to don't have to. And I will definitely say, out of all the roles on Sullen's campus that I do, being an RA is the hardest. Mm. It is the hardest. It is the most time consuming, mm. but it is something that I do love doing. I do enjoy working with my residents. I love my residents. They're like my little babies. <laughs> Shout out my residents. But yeah, because it's like. I'm, like, somebody's first introduction to Spelman College, to the sisterhood. Like, I have to foster the sisterhood within the dorms, build community, mm-hmm. schedule, like, these community gatherings, these times to, like, actually meet with my residents, to have these success chats. And so it's, like, it's learning how to be empathetic. It's learning how to communicate with my residents, how to, like, schedule, plan. Just, like, a lot. It's a lot of work to be an RA. And I feel like people don't talk about how leadership really is within an RA role. And it's... It definitely is the hardest job I do on campus. Definitely one of the most time-consuming, especially just working alongside with housing and also serving as a liaison for housing to the students and then students to housing, especially at Spelman College. It can be very difficult. But, again, I love my residents, so that's what keeps me wanting to be an RA. Deep. It gets deep. What you just said reminds me of another lesson, which is that Deep passion comes with very hard work. Very. And it's one thing to say you love people, you love community, you love the girlies, you're a girl's girl. <laughs> it's girl's girl. to be an RA at a freshman dorm at Spelman College. Yeah, it's, ve- it's a very daunting experience. <laughs> it's, it's daunting. very it's daunting. Thing. Especially as a junior in college, it's very daunting. That's a dedication yeah, it's a to to something that many people talk about being about, but you're, like, literally about it. That's what being a leader here That's means. Yeah. Is really being about the stuff that you talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. And I feel like being an RA is definitely not for everybody. It's definitely a role that will teach you a lot. I say it's my first job, my first real-life job, because there's a lot of life skills I learned in being an RA, a lot of communication I had to learn, yeah, for sure. And then also working alongside with other RAs, y'all. Being an RA is, is very daunting, but it, it just comes with so much love and compassion when it's like the people that you're working with, the RDs, the housing staff, to the residents that you have. It just That's what just keeps me there because some days it gets a little too much. Yeah. yeah. 
I think another lesson that I've learned is that um, you can use your time as a leader here developing projects and programs mm -hmm. as preparation for the way you're going to move as an adult. Yeah. Which is really exciting. I wanted to give us a light one because we've been talking about some heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah. But in my roles as community service and seminar development committee chairs for my mm -hmm. sorority, we had a few events this semester and I was like, wow, I want to plan more events like this as an adult. That's so One lovely. One of them was a w women's wellness seminar about uh, HIV AIDS awareness and advocacy. Mm -hmm. Awesome sexual health conversation. Mm -hmm. I love that. And it, it took me writing out emails and mm -hmm. communicating with people in my organization, the organizations of the people who I invited. I invited the dean of the public policy school at U Michigan and one of my sorors who mm. works in public health, like a big heavy hitter in public health. And it was like, what am I doing right now? This is so professional. <laughs> this is so cool. And it's really inspiring, really, to see yourself do certain types of work. Mm -hmm. I think it really keeps me pushing sometimes to see that yeah. I have the capacity to do certain things. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one positive thing that I've learned to reinforce mm. is to give myself some, some praise when I yes. deserve it. Yes. Yes. I'll definitely say joining a sorority, people don't understand the real work starts after you join. Yeah. A lot of work, a lot of commitment, but just compassion and love for the sisterhood, the community service, the impact you're making on campus, off campus. The impact that you see like other sorors making is very, very beautiful. There's a reason that they say that Spelman is a sorority. In There's itself, a yeah. The freshman dorms have Greek letters. It's because yeah. Spelman as a greater community is a place where you have to look to your Spelman sister, as they say in the beginning. I am mm -hmm. your Spelman sister. Mm -hmm. You have to look to them and say, hey, how can we help each other? Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're both in here for the long run. Right. And we have a lot that we have to get done before we leave. Mm -hmm. And a we're lot. the only ones who can do it. It's about stepping up. It really is. Shout out freshman. Shout out HH. Howard Harold Hall. Exactly. Exactly. The best freshman norm. What floor were you on? I was on the third floor. I was a penthouse princess. You were on the third floor. Shiloh. You were on the third floor. I don't remember my room number, though. I was like 316, 319, something like that. I can't remember. in the corner. Oh, okay. On the right side. Okay, so you was ducked off. Oh, my God, Shiloh, Penthouse yes. Princesses, period. period. Actually, <laughs> our RAs were the reason why I wanted to be an RA. Shout mm -hmm. out Jaden and Amaria. Mm -hmm. Those are like, my first, like, okay, y'all do it. I want to do this. Yes. That's such they a were cool I love them. The culture is seeing the leaders that you want to be and then becoming them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Crazy. It's crazy. It's like a full circle surreal moment. We've talked about a lot. What does operating in these administrative positions do to you guys as a person, like physically, <sighs> mentally, socially, spiritually? <laughs> um, shout out to Sisters Chapel. Shout out to Woo! Sisters Chapel. Shout out to Sisters shout Chapel. Shout out to Sisters Chapel for oh the chapel God. services every Sunday at 1 p.m. Thank you, Dean Gidry and the whole wisdom community. Because, honestly, your spiritual life, it's so vital, bro. Like It's it so vital in college. And Sister's Chapel can be a very interfaith space. So mm -hmm. even if you don't identify as Christian and you need some happiness. Yeah, you, you can still go there. Joy, 
you still go. Period. Because it gets really, 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 really daunting. Like, I, I, <laughs> we get daunted senior, by the fight. As a senior in this position, I have done a lot in my time. Mm-hmm. I have spent mm-hmm. many long nights, early mornings, cold days, <laughs> hot days. I mean, I just been out. I can't even I can't even start to list the amount of work I have done <laughs> literally in the various organizations that I've been in. And there have been times where I just had to sit in my room and stare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just sit down and do nothing. And do nothing. And do no- That's the hard part for me. That's so hard. That's the hard part. Like, That's the hard part for me because I feel like when I come back after a hard day's work, <laughs> the hard day's work, and I just like, collapse on my bed, I immediately feel like I should be doing something. I feel guilty for resting. Especially as a student. Yes. Because yes. I'm like, well, there must be something that has to get done. Like, Must be something. There must be something. It doesn't feel right for my brain to just be off. Right. I can schedule a meeting with a professor or, like, a org meeting, but mm-hmm. I can't schedule, like, a eye appointment. <laughs> like, Same. I'm not doing self-care. Right. Because right. I'm so... Eye appointment is crazy. (laughs) No, I felt that. Because in the beginning of the year, everybody who knows me in the beginning of this junior year, I need a contact, new contact so bad. I had the same contacts for about three months. I need a new contact so bad. But it was like I never had time to go to the eye doctor appointment between RA training, ambassadors, and all the other roles that I do. It was just like, finally I have new contacts. But it's like... Physically, I have to schedule time to eat and sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to schedule time to take a nap. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay, y'all. Like, today, I'm not going to lie to y'all. We could have started at 1, but I really needed a nap. Like, I just really just need to do nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I really... Exactly. I just need to do nothing for an hour so I can feel rejuvenated and I can come and present myself oh, as yes. I... Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to do nothing. My but community is so important, though. Literally. Like, my friends that I've been friends with since the lottery times when it was only 200 <laughs> people on campus. Not the like, lottery times. Bro, you, so you funny. know nothing about that. Like that was I don't know nothing about that. that That's the real struggle. That's trauma. But, you know, those friendships are so important. People mm-hmm. who I can get in the car with mm-hmm. and go get some ramen. And we dissociate together because we both had long days. Those are the types of friendships that are extremely important to me. Mm -hmm. And I love my friends that we Mm kiki, but (laughs) listen, sometimes I don't need to talk. I just want to shut up. Sometimes I just don't want to speak. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to, like, shut up and do nothing. And yes. I love my friend. My Shout out my friend Amira. Because every time we're with each other, we just sit on each other's bed and scroll through TikTok and go to Chipotle. And we exactly. don't say anything. Like, we're not saying anything. We're just enjoying each other's company. Yes. Yeah. It's juicy crab for us. Oh, yeah. shout out juicy crab. <laughs> juicy crab. That boiled egg. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think that that is just as important as having the skills of delegation and communication and leadership it's knowing that your community is solid yes. and is taken care of too exactly because you have to be able to balance taking care of your orgs and your personal passions and your relationships mm-hmm. that's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about yeah when it comes to these leadership positions but it's a lot it is it's a lot of juggling it is 
It is. It's yeah. a lot. And it can be very overwhelming when you're starting to do too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you like, feel yourself doing too, too much. Too much. But you've already committed. <laughs> you're already there. <laughs> you're Listen, already locked in. Yeah. This whole semester, I'm like, maybe I'm doing too much. But I'm already locked in. I just have to finish it out. I just have to finish it out. Like, I can't be no quitter. I can't. And that's another thing that comes into being a black woman. Like, you just, you say yes to everything, no to nothing, and you're overwhelmed, you're doing too much, but then you can't quit. You just don't want to quit. Like, your body will not allow you to do that. And so it's definitely been a journey. Yes. Okay, and then lastly, do y'all have any advice for people who feel called to step up or any organizations that you want to shout out on Spellman's campus? Oh, yeah, I got a few organizations I want to shout out. <laughs> so I want to shout out the Spelman Ambassador Program. I love the Spelman Ambassador Program down. I want to shout out the housing department. Love y'all down. This is a shout out to everybody. The social justice program. Shout out Dr. Spence. Shout out Dr. Spence. Shout out Dr. Spence every time. Yes. Shout out the Mu Pie chapter. I love my lines. I love my profiles. I love everybody. Shout out the entire D9 on campus. Love all y'all. Yeah, love the, the shout out the D9 unity. Shout out everybody. Just shout out to everybody. <laughs> That's yes. it. That's my favorite thing about Vita. She don't give a shout out. <laughs> to everybody. Like, I got to lift up. First of all, I love Spelman Food Studies so much. The Food mm-hmm. Studies scholars got my heart down. They already know. Sapelo or bust. Period. <laughs> um, I have to shout out some professors. Mm. Dr. Waldemarian, shout out to you. You know what? My relationships with professors are also incredibly important in my capacity yes. to lead at Spelman. Yes. Dr. Yes. Sunny Holmes, mm. you already know I love you, but... <laughs> And I'm saying that because I know she's going to listen. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, like, thank you yes. to the professors and, you know, who are here. Dr. Jackson, of course. Oh, my God, Dr. Shafi in the poli-sci department. Just, like, little gems. I think that an advice that I can give for leaders is to cherish the small and beautiful things about Spelman College. Because mm-hmm. the thing about it is you could be a leader at another school. And there's no shade or hate to other schools, but Spelman is a beautiful place that is very specific to our culture. And I think it's important to take advantage of the culture that you exist in while you're here because I've said it once and I'll say it again. You'll never find another place like Spelman. Ever. And it's period. So cherish, cherish the little moments. Cherish those moments with your professors. When your professor makes you laugh, yeah, that was yeah. beautiful. Now you need to smile for the rest of your day before exactly. you leave at seven o'clock. Yes, it really is the it little really things is. that get you through. Shout out, Doctor yes. Watermarion. Anybody who shout knows me, literally, shout out English. Okay, shout out to English. Okay, period. <laughs> shout out Dr. Waldemarian. He's my favorite professor in this entire world. I love, love Dr. Dr. Waldemarian. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally, like, one of my best friends. I literally email him and be like, hey, hope you're having a good day. Like, I stop by his office hours. We just be chatting about anything. And he goes on his long rants about politics across the country. And I'm just listening like, yes. You talk about this politics. Yeah. You better use your PhD that you earned in Egypt. (laughs) No, like, he's such a global scholar and learner. he is incredible. He's just amazing. Love Dr. Walter. Yeah, that's, like, the advice. Look at the leaders around you. And be who you want to (laughs) be. Exactly. That's it. Like, that's it. And do what you want to do. And lean into your community. Have faith. And if you don't feel like you have the community that you want right now. Find it. Right. Build it. That doesn't mean anything. Make it. Yes. Yeah. I would also say don't be discouraged by rejection. 
Oh, um, yes. Yeah, don't be discouraged yes, by re- yes, yes. rejection when you're trying to get into these organizations on campus. Yes. Because Definitely. what's meant for you will come in time. And, you know, when you get rejected, that's an opportunity to grow and learn. Make mistakes freely. Don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up about every little thing. I feel like that's something that I've definitely learned from my time here at Spelman. For sure. I definitely had to learn rejection is not a no, but it's God's like, not this one, a different one, but mm-hmm. you'll find it. Redirection. Right. Redirection, exactly. And so definitely having to, because I remember last year, I wanted to be on SGA. And I'm so glad I'm not on SGA. Shout out to the SGA girlies, though. I Yo, love y'all down. For real. They but be working. working. And I don't think that's for me. <laughs> I know that's not for me. I don't know yeah. why two months ago I wanted to be part of it. But like, it was just like it, everything, every rejection is humbling because it's like a read God's redirection. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Watch out for God's redirections. For sure. Watch out for that. For sure. We thank you guys so much for listening to the Director's Table today. We also have a few blog posts that are out on our website. Check us out at thebluerecordpodcast.com. Check us out on Instagram at thebluerecord. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed.